0: All right, so bonus round, bonus material time, having some fun. And uh, you know, I came up with this question because of your work on the League of Game Makers. I've read all your articles ah, o- over there. Yeah. I, I've Actually, actually, I've read every single article on the blog. Um, part of what I did for the site that I've been working on is I've, I went through every blog post, blog article, infographic of the last five years in game design on the Internet, as far as I can tell. As far as I know, I've seen them all. Um, And so I've read a lot. I've read a lot of stuff. A lot of it is okay. A lot of it's not very good, but everything I've read on the league is pretty doggone good. And uh, you know, you write there fairly consistently. I don't know if you have like a schedule. I don't know how y'all plan when blog articles are written or whatever. Uh, But a lot of what you write about is this kind of bigger picture uh, stuff. You know, you you mentioned uh, during the interview about was it ten things you've you've learned in your experience as a game designer, and Mm -hmm. that's so insightful for people that are are fledgling they're just starting out just trying to figure this thing out because there's so much information now and a lot of ideas and a lot of noise but it's it's figuring out how to um, discern what to really listen to right now because what what a game designer who's been doing it for 20 years is going to tell me might not necessarily be what i need to hear right here right now but what i love about the league is that it's a lot of very very useful information for me right now for a lot of people for right now. And so let's talk about, you know, the three or, you know, however many you want to come up with, but the three most important things for a new designer to know, to be aware of as you're just starting out, as you're just getting into the hobby.
1: Ooh. Okay. So, uh, well, I was going to ask you, do you have a master's degree in game design after all that reading? That's a, that's incredible. <laughs> I should.
0: I'm going to, I'm going to create a piece of paper yeah. and hang it on my wall next, next at to least,
1: Yeah. Next Units to, at least. Or something
0: <laughs> yeah. Like uh, in the video, you can see my wife's purses hanging up back there. I'll put it back there to make me look official for these Skype calls.
1: <laughs> so, um, first of all, brand new designer, be okay. Failing. Um, Expect your level of success, successful games to failures, um, one success for every 10 designs you make. If you can do better than that, that's outstanding. But don't expect to. Big, big hang-up that new designers often get is they came into design because of an idea. And that one initial idea really sparks all of their effort, all of their interest. And it really um, crafts all of the way that they describe how they, they think about design. So they, they come into the circles, they are posting on Facebook, they're coming to the events and they're saying, I'm here because I want to get this game published. Not, I'm here because I want to be a designer. They're there for that one baby. They've got that, that magic thing that's really driving them. And they're a hundred percent convinced that this is it. This is the hit. This is the next big thing. It's just like this, but it's better. (laughs) Right. Um, the next monopoly (laughs) it's with a twist. Yeah. Um, it's nobody's ever blank. Um, And so a lot of times I kind of nod my head and I'm like, yeah. And there is a very good chance that, yeah, you might be able to get this game published. But I don't think that's how people should think about the field. I think they should go into the field saying, I'm not here because of this game. I'm here because of what I want to be. I'm here because I want to be a designer. And some people aren't sure of that. They don't know that role. And so they come into it saying, well, I, it's all about the game. I'm not sure if I want to self publish or if I want to uh, pitch it to a publisher. You need to figure that out. You need to figure that out right away and don't do anything else until you've made that decision. Um, I have talked a lot of people out of self publishing and you might think, why, you know, why would you talk people out of self publishing? And There are a lot of people who go about going through the process, building a game, going to Kickstarter, and getting their game made and losing money.
0: Losing lots of money.
1: Also not necessarily getting the game into wide distribution. And this happens, it happens really, really frequently um, to the point where the, the only reason why their Kickstarter succeeded was because they set their they set their level too low uh, they people didn't pay enough money for the game it wasn't enough to cover all the shipping they didn't anticipate all of the additional expenditures all kinds of things that go into um, self-publishing plus it's you're running a business yeah it's, absolutely
0: people don't understand you're starting a business
1: just, yeah they're not necessarily thinking that when they anticipate how they will go about self-publishing so, um, know your role, um, be ready to fail, commit to what you, your role is and not to that one individual project. The one individual project should not, not define you. Um, uh, yeah, let's see, did it, you wanted, how many things did you want? Three. I'll take I'll think?
0: take them all, man. I'll take a hundred if you got a hundred. Oh. You know what I mean? But don't feel like you've got to come up with things just you know. I just want to know from your experience, you know, what you what you would say are the most important things. And I think what you've said so far is extremely valuable. Uh it's what every new designer coming in should hear. You know, should be required required reading, required listening. Is when you yeah. get started, oh man, let let go of that baby and, and quit getting offended when people tell you you have an ugly baby. If you wanna be a designer, you have to be able to listen to very critical feedback and learn from it, grow from it, throw things away, change things, whatever. Otherwise you're just going to cry by yourself in the corner because nobody likes your baby. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and that happens all the time, especially on the forums and things like that.
1: And that, that reminds me too, you know, it's, it's critical for people to get involved online, um, to become parts of the forums and so forth. Um, but I really, really think it's important for people to go to events and especially the events where they are going to um, be able to network with other designers and publishers, especially the protospiel events, especially the big cons. Um, Get yourself to Origins and Gen Con and BGG Con. Um, But go in there not blindly. Go and read all the stuff that we've put on the League. Uh, Read James Mathey's blog. Uh, Read all the stuff from Jamie Stegmeier. If you're interested in self-publishing, especially Um, lots of lots of blog sources out there, lots of stuff on various forums. Um, But then go to the actual events and realize that this is a human endeavor. This is a human endeavor carried out by people through human interactions. And you're going to have to go in there and you're going to have to talk to these people. You're going to meet them and you're going to you're going to find out um, how you fit in um because you'll need to fit in in some way to become part of this industry.
0: Absolutely. It's such a community-based industry. You know, where where people know each other. You know, people that design games and go to all these conventions, you, you just you kind of know each other. You know the games that people are working on, you know the games that they've published in the past. You know even like specific mechanics that they're good at or known for or whatever. Uh you know, people talk about Steffen Feld and different things that he's done and as soon as you say certain names you immediately think certain things because this industry is not crazy big um, but at the same time it's getting noisier and noisier and so if you're not doing those things you're falling behind if you're not interacting with people in the industry you're you're going to be on the outside looking in uh, yeah absolutely
1: yeah uh, that reminds me of one more key one too you're a new designer play games Play a lot of different games. Play different styles of games. Make sure that you absolutely know all of these kind of key landmark games. If you've never played Magic the Gathering or Dungeons & Dragons, you need to. Um, You need to play all the big Euros, and you need to play card games. You need to play Bang. You need to play player elimination games. You need to play um war games all kinds of different games and find out the style of game that you enjoy the type of game that uh you want to design and make sure that there's a place in the market for what you can make um because you, your game that you make is going to fit in there somewhere
0: absolutely you know if you're you're listening to this um on the board game design lab website, if you go to the specific topics and then the Just Getting Started page, there's actually links that take you to lists of games you should play as you just get started out. So if you're wondering, why well, I don't know what to play, well, go there, and it'll give you uh, names of games and, and why you should play them, because you shouldn't only be playing great games. Play really bad games, too. Play games that are awful so you can learn not to emulate those types of games. Play games that have lots of interaction. Play games that have no interaction. You know, Play as many diverse games as you can. And another thing, watch people playing great games kind of sit on the sideline and watch as they engage and watch as they're going through this experience and and see what about a certain game makes them get excited you know are they on the edge of their seat are they sitting there looking at their phone like how are they engaging with this game and then figure out how to emulate that experience for your own games there's i mean that the value in that cannot be understated and playing games and, and, and just getting to know games in general
1: strongly agree
0: absolutely well cool sir well you got anything else
1: um have we hit it all? I, we've seen uh, it all. I think we've we've got enough content here. I feel I good you know. about it,
0: man. I really especially yeah. this is the bonus round. You know, this is the extra. This is the the DVD, you know, extra bonus features and all that good stuff, man. But man, Luke, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Oh yeah. Congratulations for the success you've seen so far. I'm really excited about your game coming out. Uh comes out tomorrow. So by the time people are listening to this, Energy Empire will be on sale at your local game store and, and online. So go check that out. Uh, people are saying it's, it's one of the best of 2016. I uh, haven't gotten a chance to play it yet, but I look forward to it. It looks like a very interesting game, and hopefully I won't bring nuclear fallout to the planet when I play. Well, but if, if I it, do, maybe I it, will win.
1: It's it's only temporary, and uh, <laughs> you can always go back and do it over again later differently.
0: That's true. So the good news is it I can go back in the box. On,
1: yeah, we're really proud of Energy Empire, really excited about it, um, and uh, looking forward to seeing it on shelves. Yeah. All over the
0: world. Absolutely. All your all your hard work is finally, you know, you see it on the shelf and it it pays off. You know, you feel like, man, all that time we put into it, there's the the finished product. That's awesome.
1: Well, thank you very much.
0: Yeah, man, have a good night and I will talk to you again later.
1: Okay. You take care. See ya.